No, I knew that. I used my Indian powers. Well, no, it's just, you know, because I'm... There's a nizzle. Well, a lot of people don't pick that one up. Maybe I won't even edit it, just whatever we're doing. (laughs) Well, whatever (laughs) works. Okay, so, like I was saying, uh, wish we could start us, wish we could do some sponsor, you know, cuts. That'd be great. We can do sponsor cuts, but we won't get sponsored. You got to actually get them to sponsor. Well, even if they could send us a hundred bucks worth of uh, merchandise of a uh, pop or something, you know, geez, that'd be nice. Just something to promote a product. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, but then again, uh, we'd be constrained by our, you know, corporate uh, sponsorship to edit out whatever de- content they don't deem worthy. What or content would that be? <laughs> Probably talking uh, negatively about either party in this country. Political parties, yeah. Which is something I've, you know, I was uh, w- watching the other day. Where seems like a lot of people are starting to wake up to the fact that they don't want either one. You know, they're kind of like uh, Bing- Bill Engvall, that comedian. Engvall. Yeah, he did a yeah. Netflix special recently, and he, he his point was pretty. He said like, uh, you know, it's like being fifty percent vegan or fifty percent. You know, uh, non-vegan. You know. Yeah. No, either way, no. You know, half the population ain't gonna be happy, and the other half is gonna have to just suffer eating meat. Well, it's either you, yeah. people want a yes or no answer. They don't know how to creatively come up with other answers instead of just those ones. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I really think uh, essentialist third party would be the best. Yeah, move in maybe like four or five parties and get rid of the electoral system completely. I remember um, reading there was at least four parties in this country at one time. Because if we went by the popular vote, uh, Gore would have won the presidency and so would Hillary Clinton. Mm. Well, some people think that, uh, who's that? Uh, God, Ralph Nader, you know, he was pretty much the one that kind of blew um, uh, Gore's chances out of the water to be president. You know? That's true. Took away part of the vote. He he was placed there purposely by the uh, by the Illuminati. I'll bring them up. <laughs> okay, so to so uh, okay, so we agreed upon uh, subject for this week. Would have was we were. Going I don't remember. Presidential paranormal experiences. Presidential. Mm-hmm. Erotic experiences. Well, you just had to Bill read Clinton, the Kennedy years. Okay, yeah. that's no wait. Um, yeah, you're right. And let's not forget uh, the recent Trump Stormy Daniels, you know, thing. Melania Trump. Yeah, and Melania, she's she's wow. She's yeah. She he may not be much of a president, but she's one hell of a first lady. I yeah. I don't I don't think so. Um, Mary Todd Lincoln was probably a better first lady than a. Hey, I'm not saying she was the she's number one or the best, but I'm just saying she's not doing a bad job. Because she just stands there and smiles. She doesn't do anything else. Yeah, but she was at least trying to acknowledge that there's some problems, you know. And uh, she she's a, she seems a, like she's doing a little on more. I mean, she's had now. enough Botox that makes it. She looks like the Alien Center or something, you know. <laughs> I know, but she's not uh, is uh, you know she's handling that doing that job. Or whatever. Well, I haven't, I haven't heard her talk, so I mean, you can always judge a person by how they talk. Like, who is that, John Edwards? I thought John Edwards. Yeah, he has that presidential look. Then I heard him speak, and I was like, he does not have a. He doesn't sound like a president. Then you look at somebody like Ronald Reagan. It's like he really doesn't 
have a presidential look. Maybe if he was younger, but then you hear him speak and he's like, he speaks like a president. You know, I mean, and he sounds like a president. And that's, that's the kind of guy we want to be president is a guy like Ronald Reagan's or Jimmy Carter's and she's by far Obama's. She's by far one of the best looking first ladies we've ever had. Like, you know, you can't really dispute that. Well, Mary Todd Lincoln. Okay, yeah, but black and white photos don't do. I'm just kidding. Know. I have no clue. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to get us back on track to where we're actually going to go. Well, okay, so I was doing some uh, digging, researching, whatever you want to call it, uh, <clears throat> mining. Uh, was in, it about Mary Todd Lincoln and her no, seances no. in the Red Room? No, the most recent uh, uh, presidential paranormal um, event that's been brought up. You know, it just happened last month. Uh, Tucker Carlson. Oh, really? Yeah, he brought up. Uh, he asked the you know current president, President Trump, if he believed in UFOs. And what did he say? And he says, uh, no, he hasn't really. Uh, he doesn't really believe in them, and he hasn't had any information brought to him, but that would uh, make him um, believe in the first place. Which kind of like whoa you know that, that says a lot about how uh, they view him and how he's kind of been compartmentalized into his own area probably like uh I, he should not go here you go over here kind of like uh yeah but with the subject of you know the subject of extraterrestrial life i think the i think they the you know the office of the president is you know is on a need to know basis from certain entities you know of uh, of the government in which government you know I don't know, who knows you know um, the, the shadow but, government shadow U.S. U.S. Well, this goes all the way back to uh, as far as Carter, as far as I can tell. Yeah, because he, you know, as you, I printed that printout for you. Yeah, he had uh, an a UFO experience. That one's a horrible one. I tried to read it, and I'm like, you can't even make it out. But I mean, it's. The documents there. Well, the Cliff Notes version. He had exper- paranormal experience in '69. Didn't know what he saw. He uh, went to. Uh, he filed a uh, report with a amateur uh, UFO group like Mufon. They're called the International UFO Bureau. Inc. Uh, That's yeah. incorporated. Yeah, and they uh, were. Uh, this was when he was governor, and they tried to. They. It's him, like written in courier font too. They probably had to work really hard to get this typed out back then. Yeah, yeah there was no Microsoft Word back then. Uh, so they gave him um, they they gave him something to fill out, and uh, I guess it was just like Q and A and circle, you know, answers. Yeah. You know, and that's not a bad questionnaire though. I mean, just little yes or no questions. I mean, sometimes provide better feedback than if you like, well, write a paragraph about this. Then the person sits there and has to think about it. Then all of a sudden they start embellishing that. Well, then we're at the yes or no questions. You could get answers where you're embellishing for the person you're trying to interview. You're putting stuff into their head. So they're like, yeah, I experienced that. 19. Yeah. And then, then when he became president in 77, um, he promised and he ran on a platform of disclosure. Um, this was one of the things that he ran on, just like Clinton did, just like uh, certain other presidential candidates. You know, Obama. Uh, yeah, well, and then Obama. I don't. I don't think he ran on the platform. He ran on was it Make America Great Again? No, that's that's Trump. Yeah, I think they all ran on that platform. Just Every, everybody just, words it different. Just wording it differently. So um, he uh, got into the office. 
he, for one of the first things he did, called the CIA and said he wanted all the files that pertain to uh, UFOs and extraterrestrials. And uh, head of the CIA refused. And who was that at the time? J. Edgar Hoover? No, he was dead. No. He was dead by then. Oh, okay. This was George Bush. You know, the, George Bush Sr. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Who was the who was going to be vice president to Reagan? So this was before he became um, vice president. He was still head of the CIA, and he had um, told President Carter no. And uh, this was I can't say this is all hearsay. Uh, this is just something that you know I saw in some YouTube documentary. I can't quote it as fact, you know. Uh, so. Um, he tried to order uh, some files be released to the public, and they were pretty much... Re- but it was a fact, though. He was part of the CIA, though. Yeah, but... Carter- I mean, there's things that are factual, but not necessarily conversations of what they said or did. But it is fact that Pres- uh, President Carter did, and once elected, he did ask. And, he, and from what I was told, he was pretty much told he's on a need-to-know basis. The president, yeah, yeah, the, the highest office of the land was told that he there's information he does not need to know. Well, well technically, if, if we're in America, the American people should be because we have the vote, we're the highest office of the land. Technically, <laughs> we're supposed to be. People, a lot of people mistake the president. Well, how come he can't do this or that? Well, that's why you have all these you have three branches of government, you know, the judicial, legislative. You know, and then you have the executive, his branch, the presidents, but within that, you know, you have not not as much power as, as I'd actually think. Well, how come he doesn't do this or that? Well, he can't really do that because he has to deal with the legislative branch, which is sent the Senate and the the House. And then then there was then there was Reagan, who while in office in, the, in his two terms, mentioned aliens in public speeches about five times. I, I read something interesting about Reagan. How was it? Uh, Joan Quigley. They relied heavily on her. Or I was, I was listening to a video like you did earlier, but I was also reading some articles where Nancy Reagan relied after after his assassination attempt. They relied on an astrologer to decide what they were going to do or where they were going to be at what time. And she was more or less. She wasn't like you know. She was relying on the certain. Uh, the star charts to map out how they were going to spend their time throughout the day. And if, and if they're going to go here or go there. Um, and it's very interesting that I often hear as well, like, well, he was a big conservative Christian president. I'm like, well, he had an astrologer in the white house who had like exclusive access to him. And this was known. Even when I was a kid, it was known. Joan Quigley had a f- exclusive access, even, you know, regardless of the videos, because you, you live old enough to, to remember this kind of crap, you do. Um, she had access to Nancy Reagan, just a regular old astrologer, Joan, and then she had access to Reagan in that effect, the president. And then, and then they go on and say, well, it's weird hearing how how they say he was so conservative when he was actually really progressive. When you hear him talk, like he was excited about the space program. Yeah. He was he was excited about what they're doing at NASA. He was like. He was really encouraged by all of it. Um, Much like uh, you could almost start harking that back to the uh, days of uh, Kennedy and the space race. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, it started under Eisenhower. He can't get he can't get all the credit. 
you know, because uh, Eisenhower did help get kicked that off the ground to, you know, uh, get the get the ball rolling to, you know, get us competing with the Soviets, you know, at that time. Which and there was, are better yeah. speakers than our current president is as well. Oh. I mean, <laughs> you hear him, him speak of like, it, he, he's like a, he's like the class president of the fifth grade. Yeah, Kool Aid, go. <laughs> That's he only has to say one word, and people are like, yeah. Well, he doesn't have to say anything else beyond that. The way he presents his signed bills, you know, to the media, that, the media cameras, that's, yeah, that's precious. He has a little uh, stick figure wall with stick figure, you know, non, non-U.S. non people, <laughs> stick figure Hispanic people. Oh. You know, I'm like, holy crap. But I think that goes back to the point of uh, need to know information. Could you imagine somebody, if, like Trump, if he was given the whole enchilada of information, every, you know, all his intelligence agencies had... Would he go out of his way to disclose? He, he he probably does have the whole enchilada. He just doesn't have the, you know, the taste buds for it or know what the hell he's looking at. You know, I mean, he's like probably looking at a, you know, <laughs> the stuff upside down. He's not he's not getting it. Well, well, what if he met an alien? You think he'd marry it? Probably. <laughs> if you think about it, Reagan was just as old as Trump is, and like like Reagan was with it. He yeah. knew what was going on, and then. He was an actor too. Same, same, same mm-hmm. scenario almost. Mm-hmm. He he knew it and he was with it, you know. But he wasn't a chump like this Trump is. That rhymes. Uh, so getting back to President, let's not forget um, the the whole t- paranormal experience doesn't just confine itself to extraterrestrials and UFOs. It's all it's everything. Yeah, uh, like the astrologers, ghosts in the White House. And let's not forget our favorite Northwest mascot, Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Bigfoot in the White House. <laughs> no. Bigfoot uh, and Willie in the White House. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt um, had a brush with what he called a uh, hairy creature that he, he, he had identified here in Washington. I believe the year was 1924, if, I'm, if, I am, if I'm correct. I'm probably wrong. Uh, no, it could have been. It was probably earlier than that, because he, because uh, Washington back then was still, you know, you know, uh, old uh, wagon trail, you know, roads, and there was nothing really out here, you know, until you know it was almost bar- it was barely a, a state, you know. You know? Yeah, there's miners, and their miners were well, the settlers were still decimating the native populations in the area. Yeah, and uh, there was what just uh, one brick building in this town, which was uh, the, the library. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and which is considered haunted. Yeah, so uh, that, that was, uh, as far as I know, that's the only encounter any president had with a with a Sasquatch. You know, so uh, and then uh, the, then the ghost experiences go on and on from all the way from uh, was it Taft? Yeah, and the little Jefferson. boy. Yeah, yeah. Jefferson. And all you know, all the way to probably currently now. You know, maybe that's the way Alania moved out of the White House. It's probably creepy. They what was another account where uh, Andrew Jackson they can hear him laughing. laughing. Mani- yeah. I mean, the, was it a maniacal Stomp- laugh or stomping his feet? A guttural laugh. To- yeah, and yelling um, like he's still you know like he's still giving orders. Yeah, yeah, that must that must really you know who but Jackson by the way who is Trump's favorite president. 
which is kind of scary if you, if you think about that. Because he was really anti-Native American, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, even, even though he fought beside him at the Battle of New Orleans. He fought beside him, but then he had them all... Herded up and shipped out, you know, shipped away from their their homelands. On the Trail of Tears. Mm-hmm. It was all him, but he's on there. What is it? He's on the $20 bill? Yeah. Uh, to this day, uh, I've been told that uh, the natives down there, uh, from everywhere, you know, from the natives he displaced, they trade their 20s in for two tens. Really? Yeah, that's how much he is not uh, liked. Or they wipe with it. I've been heard. I've heard <laughs> that too. Yes, I've heard that too. They they really despise uh, the, him on the on the twenty dollar bill. Oh, wow. But if you think about that, you know, you, you'd have to get rid of all a lot of your money because the Indian policies of past presidents hasn't always been great. No, they haven't. So, I mean, they could they could. I don't know. Put somebody else on it. I mean, who would who would they really put? Kanye West. Do you really want Kanye West on your money? <laughs> well, I, I at the you know I, uh, George Bush <laughs> wouldn't be such a bad. Okay, if they did it, if they did it like a George Bush Jr. and then a, a W, and they call it a W and make it a, like a twenty or five dollar, that'd be cool. And then they could do an O, an Obama. And make that a twenty or ten or whatever, He's you know. Definitely going to go on currency. No, that that would be really cool. Those would be. Give it twenty years. He's going to be on currency. Th- those were better presidents than the ones we mentioned already. I mean, well, how fast was it? Uh, beside uh, when Kennedy got on a on a coin, wasn't it just barely nine, ten years? He, he's he was already on a on a fifty cent piece. Well, he got assassinated too. So I mean, yeah, poor, poor guy. First time a president got Which is, yeah. I mean, that leads into another possible paranormal encounter, the babushka lady. I mean, that's... Yeah, okay, this is true. I mean, that's a parent, you know, president's paranormal encounters or, or time travelers, not just from the, not just from the Stephen King novel, because people might think, oh, he's talking about Stephen King. Actually, the whole idea came out before Stephen King decided to write the novel. If you think about it, he derives a lot of what his novels are from stuff he learns out in the world. What was it? Uh, what was that story he wrote? Uh, it was just on, he just got done making a, a series about it on Hulu. Uh, was it nineteen sixty three? Or it was pretty much a date, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a date. I don't remember the name of the book. November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. And if I remember right, that's what was the name of the show. Yeah, it was on Hulu. It had James Franco Franco in it. I, I started watching it. And I really couldn't get into it. I'm, it, take, uh, it takes a commitment, you know. If you're, I don't, I don't think entertainment should take commitment though. No, if you're all Oh, wait, I take that back. So if you feel like you're being committed, you know, when you're taking your time, just keep listening. If it's alternate history, you know, I am into it. You know, I'll watch it. So I took a, just like The Man in the High Castle, I love that show. Um, but uh, I watched that show from beginning to end. My wife stuck it out with me for two episodes and then she lost interest. Um, but I watched it from beginning to end. Uh, I really liked it. And... He did save the, he did save Kennedy, and then he came back to the current time, and he found out how uh, how much history would have went wrong if Kennedy had lived. So he had to go back and change it all again. He didn't want to, but he had to. It was something that he didn't uh, anticipate was the negative effects of. If, if he would have lived, that'd be like if Steve Rogers didn't go back and get the yeah, <laughs> place all the, the stones back in place. Avengers reference, yes. Uh, but t- um, these two things we were talking about the Babushka lady and time travel 
definitely things we've because uh, that fits about in, in the paranormal. Episode. Yeah, we talked about it in the previous episode. Uh, so, yeah, the Babushka lady, big mystery. Um, nobody, I've never heard our explanation for her yet that kind of fits. And for her to be wearing something of uh, that type, it's just kind of like, you know, you'd think you'd find somebody like that right away. I so, mean, well, the, a lot of the stuff you see is like not real. Like it's like YouTube stuff. There's like no real historians coming out and saying, hey. That was okay to wear stuff like that back then. People actually did, you know. I mean, yeah, but it was a lot of uh, that was the pretty much the that was a headdress that uh, headwear that came from like Eastern Europe, you know. And maybe for all we know, that was to keep her identity just a bit secret. Possibly, yeah. Cause, or maybe she was a ghost. Yeah, um, um, or uh, for all we know, uh, some kind of a uh, higher plane entity. Possibly, um, wouldn't wouldn't an alien uh, qualify as a higher plant entity? No, I was thinking more like maybe uh, the forces of good and evil. Huh. You know, for all, all you know, it could have been uh, you know one of the most important dates in history being witnessed by you know a celestial being. That that could be true. Yeah, because who 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 knows? Like an angel. Yeah, who knows? Um, especially with important people like presidents, you know. You know, who's in the room? Who's at this conference? You know, uh, especially uh, days like, uh, let's not forget, uh, if there was one day that would be um, that would be there, that would definitely be important, would be to see Lincoln speaking at the Gettysburg Address. That would be one, definitely one uh, date that a uh, time traveler or otherwise would want to witness firsthand. Yeah, that's true. Um, let's, George Washington... Being sworn in, the first president of the United States, that's important. Uh, seeing um, maybe uh, uh, Taft getting, assa- um, wasn't he? Wasn't Taft that got assassinated? I don't yeah, remember. Uh, yeah. You're the president guy. I just hang out here. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. If I, if I remember right, it was, there was three presidents that, uh, McKinley, it was McKinley that got shot. Well, yes. when they, uh, what is it? All the ones that got elected on zero years that the, all those ones were assassinated. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, strange coincidences. I like the coincidences they have of the the assassination explanations they had in uh, Zoolander, the very first one. You know where they were. <laughs> it was somebody trying to take out a president that was trying to enact policy against the fashion industry. <laughs> it was Mugatu. Yeah, yeah. Uh, come on, that said, that that explanation fits as good as any. It's being told by David Duchovny. You almost got almost want to believe it. Yes. I for, I forgot what what was what was this phrase he kept repeating over and over again. Um kung fu good. Or was it karate something like that? <laughs> I can't remember. No, I can't remember. Uh when he, one of you write us an email uh, <laughs> or post on the Facebook, you know, tell us to uh, on the Facebook page. Uh, and, and nothing yeah. weird, please, if you're going to post on there. And please give us all the comment and feedback, negative or good. If we are babbling too much, um, <laughs> no, you don't get opportunity for feedback. Sorry, <laughs> um, Eric Gonzalez, you can be, you know, be exclu- excluded yourself from this. Uh, yeah, exclude <laughs> yourself because you're gonna, you're gonna. <laughs> and uh, please, no pictures. No pictures, uh, uh, please. We've had yeah, no bad, weird pictures. We've had bad experiences with that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, okay. So, uh, Bigfoot, time traveler. Aliens, no, ghosts, I think, would peril. 
I think, uh, okay, so. Our time traveling ghosts. Oh, yeah. Well, you see. Uh, Our time traveling Bigfoot ghosts. In my head, the best. I Mary think, Todd Lincoln looks yeah. like a time traveling Bigfoot ghost. Well, no, the the whole Lincoln um, haunting of the of uh, Mary Todd Lincoln. I don't know if you ever seen that photo where they oh she where he has his hands on her shoulders. Yeah, and then supposedly that was taken in the White House. That almost seems like a double negative, though. Who knows? It could have been faked, but you know she was deep into the um, from mystic spiritualism. Yeah, you know, spiritualism. She was in seances, and uh, Lincoln was in seances too. Yeah. I mean, how many seances have actually been held in the White House? We don't even know. And it's not beyond the government to have t- governments of any government of the world to have some touches with the uh, with mystics or mysticism. Um, let's not forget uh, uh, the Romanovs and uh, what's his name? Uh, the crazy weird guy. Uh, the the guy they they shot, poisoned, and uh, stabbed. And they, they couldn't they couldn't kill him. Um, he was in Hellboy. You remember? I know who you're talking about. I just heard his name, Rasputin, right? Rasputin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, and he's in a lot of Disney movies, portrayed as a bad guy. And he technically was. He was like an opportunist. Opportunist, you know. I mean, really good portrayal by uh, Alan Rickman in the HBO movie. By the way, he was Rasputin. Yeah, they did a whole uh, like bibliography of a uh, movie about Rasputin. And a plot to kill him. You know, how he sat there and he was eating uh, poison. And they were, which, by the way, they, a lot of people didn't know it. The, the, the poison they put in was in some um, gingerbread. And the the contents of the bread killed the, the, the effectiveness of the poison, the potency of the poison. So, really? Yeah, he, he was eating all, all these cookies and they it wouldn't kill him. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was smart. And then, uh, let's see. Uh, World War II, um, mystics were, did they call, I forgot the circle, it was a seance circle, uh, the witch's circle. Um, they were supposedly trying to summon um, forces, the uh, uh, magical the Na- forces. Was it the Nazis doing No, that? the British. Oh, the British were. Yeah, uh, Celtic uh, warlocks and mystics, um, nine of them were uh, supposedly involved in a uh, a seance um, of some kind to... Uh, like a coven to uh, um, unleash, ba- uh, how would you say, uh, a spell upon, a, confu- a confusion spell upon Hitler to keep him from ordering uh, um, the invasion of Britain. Well, that confusion spell was called the 101st Airborne. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was in 1943, I believe, and they were trying to use him. They were or was it the 82nd Airborne? No, these were mystics that were trying to um, inf- um, influence uh, the world uh, weather to keep um, um, Britain safe. And uh, from, supposedly, they were they, uh, the Nazis had their own version of this uh, yeah. through the Thule Society, if I remember right. And uh, they had like a like a weird temple that was almost like a uh, uh, harken back to the the old. Night orders of the you know the medieval centuries you know they were trying to make the SS like the new um, round table you know knights of you know knights of the round table um, and they were trying to you know the knights of the really round table and tight leather 
Yeah, it's kind of yeah, but they were both sides were playing with the occult. Everybody thinks it was just one side, but it wasn't. You know, don't forget Hitler did have a uh, big, you know, uh, soft spot for uh, old world artifacts. That's true. He was supposedly he sent. um, I guess they even bring it up in what is it? Indiana Jones movies. Yeah, yeah, and and the Spear of Destiny in Constantine. Yeah, Um, they were trying to. um, find any edge to try to uh, over everybody else to try to take over the world and ha- they a lot of people don't don't realize that 40 a nation of 40 million was taking on the world and they were damn close to winning a lot of people don't re- don't realize that it's because they had uh, aliens on their side a hundred million I mean, they had a hundred million uh, Russians you know you know, in their country, and there was what maybe eighty million of us over here in America, and maybe at the most uh, sixty million in in Britain, and they were crazy enough to try to take. They had us on the ropes before America, you know, uh, had successes in you know in the early parts of uh, forty, you know, forty four, forty five. You know, we, when we start pushing back, that's when things you know were going uh, start going bad for Germany, and for all we know. It could have been us that captured something. Could have been the president doing seances in the White House and using an astrologer to pick certain dates. <laughs> I told you not to raid on that day. Well, let's not look for- what happened. Uh, well, let's not forget. You know, uh, the um, president at the time. You know, he was invalid and he was um, trying to uh, find ways to uh, ease his suffering and his condition. You know, his condition. He was. You know. Um, and he was going to uh, mineral um, baths, you know, and yeah, uh, yeah, which are which is not which is pretty much accepted today, but back then it was kind of like you know, considered, kind of a cultish, like, you know, or you know, like a duck, you know, uh, quack, you know, quack medicine, you know. So he, who's to who's to say you know, uh, pre, you know, presidents are not beyond the influence or. Or well, he probably was yeah. in the bath salts back then, and they really messed him up in the head or something. <laughs> uh, but let's not forget, you know, you know, most of the guys elected president have been really smart men, and for them to totally write something off as as uh, being not real, I think would be a l- probably insult their intelligence, you know, because you know they say that anything's possible, you know, because you got to have an open mind when you're the leader of the free world. Unless no. you're, you know, well, that's not true these days, but yeah, because Trump's the leader, so we're not in a free world anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, I know I've I've insulted some people by saying that, but uh, I, I like Bush; he was all right. I didn't care for Clinton, so the more I think about it, I mean, Bush, I may not like the man, but you know, I would I if I was a Secret Service agent, I would have felt my my duty to take a bullet for him. All those, all those outtakes, like where you actually, you know, grabbed that Arab guy and kissed him on the lips. So, I mean, like, you you can't just not help but think, God, this guy was a real goofy bastard. I think he, I think he was well intentioned. Yeah, he know? had well intentions, but he was, yeah. I think he just got pushed into, uh, you know, some situations that he couldn't get himself necessarily out of easy. I wonder if he had any experiences because he was a pilot wasn't he navy navy pilot no he was a air texas air reserve pilot oh air reserve okay there we go yeah uh, from like back in the 70s before he became an oil guy you know uh, i don't know his total 
biography, but he was uh, he was Wildcat because don't forget he was he was. Or if you even had experience with Chupacabra, <laughs> I mean, because he's from Texas, right? Well, I'm sure he believed in um, probably the baseball curses because he did. He was a baseball manager. Yeah. Uh, he probably believed in the whole uh, Boston Red Sox, you know, curse of the Bambino. You know, because, uh, you know, there's a lot of superstition involved in, in, in all sports. Yeah, that's true. You know, uh, baseball, you know, especially, you know. Um, so, you know, uh, I don't, you know, from tapping a certain wall or sign, you know, every time you go out to play a game on your home turf, uh, you know, making sure uh, you wave at the at the crowd, you know, for to make, you know. For for uh, a certain way, or you uh, set up your swing a certain way. If you don't, you're screwed. Yeah, never insulting um, the the hero of another you know, of another stadium, you know, because unless you want to get you know incur the wrath of one of the great ones. Yeah, so yeah, uh, so I'm pretty sure George Bush had some kind of belief in the paranormal, whatever it may have been. You know, uh, it would have been kind of nice to ask him. You know, well, I'm, if his dad did work. For Reagan, and he was exposed to that, and Joan was, Quigley and all that stuff they were doing during the Reagan White House. And he but was, I'm sure, as a kid during that time or a young man, he was probably exposed to it at some level. And he supposedly a member of the Skull and Bone Society. Yeah, which who, uh, according to you know hearsay and how you're in rumor, um, they supposedly have the Skull of Geronimo. Um, which they use in their cult, whatever you want to call it, their initiation ceremonies. They probably do one of those things like Eric was talking about those guys do out in the country. No, they supposedly they drink out of the skull. You know, uh, they drink uh, like a, a wine to induct, in, indoctrinate you into the into the club, so to speak. Or maybe they just say it's the skull of Geronimo. Yeah, who, who, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of... Uh, uh, object theories of uh you know throughout history of them using certain objects from famous people and events that have been imbued with some kind of power uh, so it's a, it's well a if it was a native american skull it'd be cursed they wouldn't shouldn't be doing that because they're cursing themselves well supposedly geronimo had been sh- shot at so many times uh that and he had been shot also that um they thought he it was impossible to kill him with a bullet and don't forget he died of natural causes you know as an old man he didn't you know uh he surrendered and died you know in government custody he never got to see his homeland you know you know before his death same with chief joseph you know he yeah yeah um so they were you know were probably amazed by that fact and that's probably the reason why they thought it would make him invincible one of those Hitler Hitlerian things. Yeah, there's always been um, some fascination with uh, Native American leaders, you know, um, and having some kind of power, you know, and that's one of the reasons why they say they, uh, um, the, the warriors that were loyal to uh, Crazy Horse grabbed his body, you know, after his death, you know, after he was uh, stabbed in the back, um, you know, I forget, I forget it was Fort Laramie. And uh, they took him to the hills and buried him. By Brutus. <laughs> no. no, Judas. No, it was by, I believe it was by a Calvary soldier. Um, Judas Priest. Uh, that was uh, trying to take him to custody. And, 
um, you know, but I don't know. I wasn't there. You know, I can only I can only remember something I read. You know, years back. Yeah. You know, and then you have to rely on the account of that other person to give you an accurate, accurate or fair account of what they actually saw or what happened. Yeah, I think that's a reason why a lot of uh, the the resting places of some Native Americans are are kept secret and they're not shown. They're never shown to anybody. Uh, my mom, she's always told me that you know that's always been a practice of of, uh, of our of some of our people was to bury them in places where nobody else would know and where they can be left in peace and in rest. You know, uh, like I believe in the garden. Yeah, because like, then you're out there working. And they're like, oh, they wouldn't bury them in the garden. They're out there all the time working on their flowers. Well, like if if uh, they knew the final rest place of Leonidas, you know the you know the king of the Spartans. Um, who would they, you know, would, they, would Greece appreciate it if Americans went over there and dug him up? Probably not. You know, and put his bones on display, you know. He was uh, he was Greece's, one of their greatest heroes, you know. Uh, pretty much brought democracy to the Western world. Well, if, if they're going to put somebody on display, they should at least put him in a cool pose or something. I don't know. I You know, I figured a way, you just let him be, you know. They, yeah. they, you know, they died, they lived, they died, they did their part for history and made their mark let him rest you know i wonder if i wonder if clinton was ever like that if he was into that kind of mystic kind of stuff like 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 if bush was in the skull and bones and they actually did that you know maybe possibly believing they're gonna get something out of it i wonder if clinton was actually into that kind of stuff because he was he was they called him you know his nickname was slick willie they didn't call him that for no reason it's possible it's possible. Well, let's not forget he had a relationship, a friendship, whatever you want to call it, with uh, Jeff Epstein. Yep. And has is for it's been a fact that he's been on his private Jeff Epstein's private plane more than once. Yep. Flew around the world with him. As many as I've heard, as many as forty three, forty three times. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's, that's like a federal indictment right there waiting to happen. They got gold, my friend Jeff, and uh, <laughs> save myself some money, you know, some air travel. Yeah, that, that's almost like a paranormal, ex- not not even a paranormal experience. That guy was like pure evil, secret society, pure you know. evil, secret society. Yeah, but they did know. have a secret society basically, and he was part of it. Probably, I mean, why did? Why did he die in custody? He, his hyoid bone, bone was broken. That means he was strangulated by somebody. Well, maybe the ghost of uh, maybe the ghost of Lincoln. <laughs> maybe the ghost of Lincoln did. <laughs> we got to protect the Republican Party, so we're yeah. <laughs> I'm here to save you know our man in office, Trump. You know? Well, it's even it's even weird that they're talking about how Trump, mm-hmm. after hanging, Trump had an experience with him in the early 2000s. So you got to give him a little credit for this. 90s. It was the 90s. It was the 90s. And then, then he had that experience with him and he didn't like it. So he distanced himself from Epstein. Whereas Clinton was like, whoa, I want to get on his plane wherever he's going now. Whatever weird stuff they're into. Yeah. Well, which kind of. That was almost like a cult. That is a cult. Let's not forget. Alex Jones called call this a long time ago. Did he? Remember he said there was a. A high, higher uh, up world leader conspiracy sex ring that was, you know. And shame on you, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram for, and YouTube for kicking Alex Jones off because he's hilarious. Yeah. And 
for all we know, like I said, he probably called this one. Yeah. And uh, he he was saying that, you know, uh, for a long time now. And he did mention, you know, the Clintons, you know, by name. So I didn't even know Alex Jones until they started kicking him off the air. And I'm like, I never even heard this guy talk. I mean, like you never gave him a chance for me to hear. I mean, it's almost like it's 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 kind of insulting because when I hear him on the Joe Rogan show, he just made me crack up. Every time I listen to him, I cry laughing. Cause, I remember uh, him um, getting an altercation with, uh, um, what's his name, Sink Yurk from um, the Young Turks. Yeah. Um, uh, during the... Uh, 2015 presidential uh, primaries, where they were they were getting ready to call it, and Alex Jones confronted him, went to their booth and tried to, uh, you know, hone in on their on on their uh, show, and he got up, yeah, Sank got up, and they almost got into a physical fight, uh, you know, in front of the cameras. And Jones is a big guy too. He's oh huge. yeah, yeah, he's not, he's. In, He's not a little dude, and he's not somebody you, you probably want to tangle with. You know? No, you know, I, 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 hey, I would, I would love to see that uh, fight though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and just as, you know, considering he's friends with Joe Rogan, you know, we need to go back and actually look up some of his conspiracy theories and like verify him with this whole sex cult thing, uh, and see if he was right about that and other things as well. One interesting thing I would want to know. If if the president was ever to discover something about extraterrestrials, would he be confronted by the men in black? Yeah, I think so. Uh, that's something I've always wanted to know. Uh, or uh, the Tommy Lee Jones version, not the uh, Liam, not, not Liam, Chris Hemsworth. I get those guys mixed up. They look alike. <laughs> well, um, I'm just, you know, the the whole. The need to know, you know, you keep wondering where does that come from, you know. Um, if I was president, the one thing I would, and I think I've said this before, I'd love to get an Air Force One, start cruising to California, and just as you're getting right over Nevada, tell the tell them to land at Area 51. Maybe they have a, a, a real flasher. They flash him, and then he forgets everything. So that's why he doesn't know. And then maybe they just flash Trump one too many times. <laughs> like, Oh God, he's already he's he's gone retarded. Excuse my language, people. And he's gone stupid. <laughs> well, it makes you want to know if uh, if all the presidential paranormal experiences, if that's in the, the supposed book of secrets, the, the president's book of secrets, like in the National Treasure, you and then it. the National Treasure took that from an idea from somebody else. So it's it's out there, folks. It's not just in the movies. It's usually somewhere before it lands itself in a movie. The Book of Secrets, you know, it's yeah. it's probably real. And I doubt they probably gave a copy to our current president. Cause, no. Because can you imagine, he, you know, because he loves to put everybody else on blast. Before, or he didn't have his glasses on. I need toilet paper. This yeah. is how he used to do it. Roll it up. Oh, what book is this? Oh, I don't know. I don't care. Just some old writing in it. <laughs> <laughs> or if he's writing in there, uh, the whole time the whole world didn't know my hair wasn't real yeah because <laughs> they got caught while he was playing was it keeps catching in the wind when he's out golfing <laughs> man you that's a, the hardest working hairstylist in the world <laughs> keeps that i don't know how, how does how does he get orange they change him orange all i think that's that's probably like a magical spell or something cast on him i was i was uh looking at a um 
uh, recent issue of, uh, not not the recent issue, but an old comic book I had from uh, the 80s. He, Donald Trump, you know, with, you know, bald, looks like Lex Luthor from the comics in the 80s. Looks like the, you know, big kind of a hefty businessman in a suit. Yeah. Looks just like him. You know, um, minus the uh, black hair, you know, just, or, you know, you know, and if you think about it, a uh, evil supervillain who becomes the president, that's Lex Luthor, you know. Or, or Wilson Fisk. But then he's not beefy enough to be Wilson Fisk. Uh, he's not that intimidating either. You maybe, know? maybe if you shave Alex Jones bald, he could be Wilson Fisk. <laughs> Alex Jones, you could almost imagine him being like the like the goofy uh, uh, lieutenant that goes, tries to take out the spy agent that's coming after the, the, the main villain. <laughs> oh, like uh, Jim Hopper and Stranger Things. Yeah. So, you know, the whole... The whole thing of uh, the paranormal, who knows what's been put in the book secrets and whether Trump has access to it, it'd be kind of nice to know. And, and if they have a flasher and flash him, then he doesn't know. The, like, one, the one thing I was, uh, I was uh, noticed um, when I looked that up, pres- the presidents and UFOs, every president who's been on Jimmy Kimmel has been asked that question. All three of them have very vague answers that are you know are um, never solid we should look and at ambiguous. Look, look look at their body language and see if they're lying analyze oh, it obama's is the most telling you can he is whenever he when he was asked that question he's pretty much been um you know uh we're instructed not to tell you that's what they want they said what they want us to say and aliens don't want don't want, want you to know you oh. know I think he's pretty much speaking at the side of his mouth, saying, "Yes, it's true. Look at my face. Tell, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm instructed not to tell you. If I do, they're gonna, you know, take me out. <laughs> the aliens are gonna take me out. Then they're gonna flash me. Then I'll end up like Trump. They'll take away. They'll start the war tomorrow. That's why I Trump is so orange. That, that flasher changes him orange, and it makes him stupid at the same time, and uh, makes his hair thin out." And I believe this has been a question that's been asked Clinton at least three times. Once by Kimmel. I think Jay Leno had the same question. And they brought it up again, I believe, um, on a MTV TV show. Talking about Hillary? No, I'm talking about uh, I'm talking about Bill, Bill Clinton. Yeah. yeah. And then Bush, uh, <laughs> he was pretty much blatantly saying, uh, don't ask me that. I don't know. Uh, you can't. You can't ask me this anymore. Don't you, ask me that. Yeah. I don't know. Give me a beer. And I am misquoting people. I'm just not. I'm. I don't got the, got it in front of me. So you you're know, not supposed look at, to say that, God, especially when you're live <laughs> on the air. Quit saying. I, I definitely. I definitely. You know, look look at the footage, you guys. This it's is, this is a show. We can put as much into people's mouths as we want. <laughs> um, but I'd love to see, you know. Uh, them, one of them, come up. When you, uh, you know, when he's getting ready to kick the bucket, say, "Hey, this is what's really going on. This is the reason why they don't want you to know. Um, I don't. I got nothing to lose. You know, you know. Uh, this is my legacy. I'm leaving behind." I, I don't know who would do that. Well, I thought maybe They'd watch it be Trump. Yeah, that, that's true. Real, th- real like me. I thought George uh, H. Bush Senior would have done that. Yeah, because he died recently. He, That's true. He was the head of the CIA and the president. 
you know, what did he know? Well, maybe they, they just thought, well, if I just tell everybody, it's not going to make a difference for what's going to happen with the aliens anyway. Or maybe they, maybe the government has documents like they have, like they have like the offshore stuff in uh, San Diego where they can get close, but not too close to where they can actually investigate and they don't really have anything at all. Well, supposedly, um, one of the famous theories out there of why we invaded Iraq the first and second time was because they had something, you know, that, you know, they found that they dug up or fell from the sky. We wanted it. We went in there to go get it. Oil. They dug it up. No, no. Uh, first time I heard was that they sent them in, um to um, try to find a UFO that crashed there. Um, I, uh, Iraq was in possession of it. They were refusing to give it to, uh, to world government uh, or the U.S. in this case. We sent, we went in there. You know, we are the world government. It. We went in there and took it. Basically. Uh, and supposedly, second time, um, Saddam had uh, found a, from, some, from the time of Sumeria, ancient uh they found what they would call what they would characterize as a stargate you know i'm not making this up <laughs> i mean, so just reading something I, I read somewhere and that they were trying to uh use it and uh, that's why we went into second so time. that means both senior and bush jr would have to have knowledge of said stargate mm-hmm. so anytime they're asked about ailings they're lying well you know don't I kind of wish Bush, the Bushes, would have been maybe a little more into the psychic thing because maybe they would have found out about uh, 9-11. Maybe we can have a seance and have Bush Sr. come and talk to us <laughs> about what's really happening with the aliens. Uh, uh, there, was, uh, there was one story I read where this guy had the power to talk to uh, any spirit. You know, As long as he was near their rest in place or their place of death or something that was associated with him, he could talk to him just like sort of like the powers of jonah hex you know DC yeah uh so uh he goes to the, the arlington national cemetery you know where there's some a lot of generals you know politicians soldiers uh presidents that have been buried and he got the whole nine yards of secrets you know for the past century is he still alive yeah. no this was just a story i read Oh, uh, it was from uh, Michael Straczynski. It was in a, uh, a series he wrote called uh, Rising Stars. You know, um, you're not supposed to say it's a story. You're supposed to make people believe. <laughs> no, it was, but I was. Oh wait, we're trying to be a little honest on you. But I figured some presidents, you know, if they were the thing on, about Clinton's tree, by the way, it's in Rolling Stone magazine. I was reading it. Yeah, well, like I said, Clinton I, and Epstein. Like I was saying is, is uh, it'd be nice to know what some of the past presidents did know. You know? Yeah. Roosevelt, you know, during uh, World War Two. You know, is that your timer, your wife timer? Like, oh, it's 11. No, no, it's just my cheap little Casio watch. You know, was, oh. you know I got such a habit to wear in it. It's, Robert it's needs a new watch, people. He should send us donations <laughs> over Patreon. <laughs> I'm not going to turn it down. <laughs> yeah, and he'll get the money to buy himself a new watch. Uh, Timex, yes. And you could put put new tires on your car for crying out loud it's going to be snowmageddon again well uh yeah that's the uh, casino pays decent you know so i was able to get it with my bonus so yeah yeah so but 
I was, uh, if there's, I can't remember if there's anything we missed with paranormal experiences of presidents that might have, uh, would have been nice to. There's, there's a lot of stuff to go over. I'm, I'm, I'm sure of it. Like probably, I mean, not just on the internet, maybe, um, encyclopedias, microfinch, older books, um, like obscure stuff. I mean, a lot of people don't really look up. Fiction, fiction wise, there was one aspect that I really liked was that book series that, uh. Um, God, it was called the President's Vampire, where the every president since uh, I think it was uh, um, after Lincoln yeah. had access to a a vampire that had uh, that battles the forces of e- the parent the evil for the United States on behalf of the United States, everything from Bigfoot to the lizard people to uh, al- some aliens to uh the shadow people maybe there's some truth in that i mean it ancient evil if we do a Jungian analysis i'm sure there's probably some kind of truth that goes back to what's really going on the president's vampire can just be a an analogy or metaphor for what is it uh the, the man in black or you know or like on hellboy the bureau of paranormal investigation uh i'm probably got that wrong but yeah um you would think that there would probably be some society that would be interested in defending this country. There probably is. I th- yeah. I think it's... Uh, well, I mean, Catholic no. Church, for one. Yeah, yeah, Catholic churches. No, the Boy Scouts, no. <laughs> um, who knows? I don't know. You know, it'd be, uh, be kind of interesting CIA, to talk to somebody who's a member. I don't know. I mean, most people are too egotistical into their own whims to want to help everybody else out i mean well i'm I'm trying to think let me think no go ahead it'd definitely be a secret society um somewhere where there would be someone who studies the occult and knows how to keep their mouth shut yeah no don't forget uh, alistair crowley one of the most famous um mystics of the last century you know he was uh he supposedly he helped the u.s government and he was a uh Buddy of uh, your uh, guy you mentioned so many times, uh, Jack. Uh, Jack, Jack Parsons. Parsons. Yeah. Yeah. And he was in contact with an alien intelligence known as, I forgot. It's funny that they don't call him, they don't say, Alistair Crowley never says it was, that he was in contact with a demonic, a angelic, a godlike, a spiritual, a supernatural. He says an alien intelligence. To me, what does that point to? It points to aliens. And who else was he? They said he was highly involved with a lot of heads in states, not only in Britain, but in the United States as well. Yeah, I mean, um, some of the people he associated were made vast, you know, uh, discoveries and marks in history. You know, yeah. some, their, some of their, some of their uh, things they, you know, presented, you know, to mankind, you know, geez. Yeah. You know, so who knows? There's probably some truth to a, some kind of uh, organization that, helps the well States i mean out. what is it him and him and uh l ron hubbard and jack parsons basically had their own little weird tryst going on mm-hmm. a long time ago well i think howard hughes was i'm not sure if he was in that i i don't know i mean <laughs> but he was a strange let's guy just throw him in there there i mean anybody with money it just seems like it, they think they can get away with anything so they get weirder and weirder and weirder i mean yeah, it's amazing. You, you'd think like like what you said. How come with all these billionaires, there's no there's no Batman 
or there's no <laughs> there's no Iron Man. Well, that's because they're all freaking weird sexual deviants, and that's what they're becoming. They're not becoming Batman or Iron Man. They're becoming um, the, the, the supervillain. They're becoming really decrepit versions of uh, Tommy Lee from <laughs> Motley Crue. <laughs> Probably worse. Sorry, Tommy. <laughs> Never, never leave your girlfriend alone with Motley Crue. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're becoming. You'd think they'd become like, you know. For for those of you who haven't watched yet, uh, watch the, the Dirt. It is hilarious. It is good. And if you grew up in the 80s like me and Coyote did, you will love it. And Robert is shamelessly advertising for Netflix. I watched it. I, I had to watch it by myself because I knew my wife would have been offended. And he watched it twice. <laughs> no, just one time. Once. Once, once clothed, it was good enough. Once yeah. clothed and once unclothed. I, I had to I, I had to take a shower after because I felt dirty just watching it. Dude. No, I read the book and I got like I got to the part where it got really serious <laughs> and uh, when I, when Vince killed his best friend in that car wreck and that just kind of razzled. I stopped I stopped reading the book after that part, but I was like the point up until there is like I couldn't just stop laughing. I was like I can't believe how they they treated Axel Rose and like Axel Rose is basically uh, I I don't know. He has like real bad social issues. <laughs> yeah. You know. If he can't come in and you know invite, you know, if he doesn't want to come in and ask to party with us, we don't want to party with him. And then has the driver tell him that, and then oh, I'm not going to party with him now because I have to go ask myself. Yeah. I really, I really uh, missed that era. It was fun. You know, you always felt like uh, the nukes were about ready to fall the next day. Oh, and that was when Reagan was president. Yeah, there was a lot of extra money to spend. You know, not that if you were, you know, Indian on this reservation, you know, if there was any of that here. But you got to see, you know, there was cartoons to watch every Saturday. Yeah. yeah. They don't have Saturday. They do have Saturday cartoons on, but it's on the Cartoon Channel. Back then it was just, what, on Channel 23, Candio. Oh, no, they had them all three. No, yeah, on yeah. all three channels. Yeah, plus even PBS, they had some cartoons yeah. on, on Saturday. And that was your that was your weekend. That was your weekend. You lived for Saturday. And that's when we were in the space race still. And we had presidents that cared about being progressive, even if their label was not progressive. Reaganomics kind of was, you know, it wasn't that great for everybody. You know, but then what presidents? Economic, economic policy. policies are great for anybody. Well, Clinton. Clinton's, during the Clinton years, we actually had a surplus in the, bu- in the national budget. There was, they almost had spending under control and the national debt That's went down. because he was borrowing money from his buddy Epstein. <laughs> we all know where that went or came from. <laughs> Hookers and blow? I, know, I don't know. I'm sorry, Mr. Mr. Clinton. I really liked, I really liked your presidency. Mr. Sir. Presidency. My dad didn't like you, Bill, by the way, but I can say that. I I hate to say it, but, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I wish there was alternate, alternate, to Democrats and Republicans in this country. I really wish there was. Ross Perot. Uh, he was independent. Hey, and, vote for me. That's like if Randall went, ran for president. Come on, guys, vote for me. <laughs> no. Look at my ears. <laughs> Quit looking at my ears. <laughs> I, I mean, It would be kind of... There was... I remember one time... I don't know if you remember that when uh, Ted Turner was... Oh, yeah. He was in the run for president. Yeah. And... Wow, talk about somebody who probably could have got it. Was that Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? 
No, he wasn't in that. Who am I thinking? No, Ted Turner. He was the owner of TBS. Yeah, he was the owner of TBS. I, yeah. For some reason, I thought and, he was in that movie. And WCW, let's never forget, he owned wrestling. Yeah. I can you imagine what it would have been like to have uh, Hulk Hogan endorsing him? Or Vince McMahon <laughs> body slamming Ted Turner. <laughs> uh, yeah, because they were rivals. But yeah. uh, Ted Turner could actually outspend him. You know, That's true. Um, he wouldn't. He could have became president. He. Uh, a lot of people think he was crazy, and he probably was. But yeah, uh, he. You know, he would have had. He could. He had the awesome first lady Jane if, Fonda. If he would have hired Joan Quigley and stole her away from the Reagans, Joan would have been able to figure out how to make him president. <laughs> Here's your star chart. This is what you need. Or if they held held a seance somewhere in the in the red room, snuck in and held a seance in there. <laughs> Well, yeah, he, and CNN would have been his mouthpiece, you know, that's yeah. for sure. You know, uh, that's like Howard Hughes running against uh, Eisenhower in the 50s. What do you ran, yeah. though? Who? Uh, Howard Hughes? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, he, he was crazy. I mean, he was he was deemed crazy. And, uh, well, he, he was wealth, eccentric, definitely. Most wealthy people are crazy. They don't want to admit it. They're, they're like really nuts. I think he had a condition that probably just wasn't managed back then, you know, something they, you know, cause you gotta remember psychiatry didn't really get its uh, takeoff till probably about the fifties, you know, Sigmund Freud had only been, you know, in the ground for 50 years before, uh, before Howard Hughes came to national attention. That's true. Yeah. You know, cause who, who knows if, uh, if, uh, Hughes could have been uh, medicated and, you know, could have led a normal life. Like he could have. He was brilliant, and he was like he, Nikola Tesla. He could have probably had some form of medication or help, but he never did. Yeah, but I think uh, sometimes that hinders your your the way you perform, the way they operate, the way you think. A lot of people think Kennedy had uh, had probably one too many uh, you know uh, pre- prescription cocktails to. He probably did. Yeah. Because he had back problems. A lot, yeah. a lot of people don't know that. He suffered a serious injury during his uh, war uh, wartime exploits. And uh, he was in constant pain. A lot of people don't know that he was heavily medicated during his presidency. You know, that's fact. You know, that's, that's something that did happen. And whether or not uh, that affected his decision making, who knows? You I, know? I mean, then we'll never know if he had any paranormal experiences or not. I mean... Well, not who or what his view of UFOs were. Definitely a lot of conspiracy during his presidency. Definitely a lot of conspiracy, and he's the guy who pro- saved us from uh, getting uh, uh, out of World War Three during the Cuban Missile Crisis. That's true. Yeah, because uh, the Warhawks probably definitely would have pushed us. No, it was the X Men that saved us from <laughs> from the Cuban Missile Crisis. <laughs> We know that, yeah, that, that is probably uh, factual history that they put they But put Steve on Rogers was really on that boat. Nobody knows it. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. President. Please, please release those files, Mr. President. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mr. President, if you're listening, we, we like you better than Bill. Or And we're going to vote for you. As long as you legalize marijuana, <laughs> we'll all vote for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, I think uh, probably a lot of our uh, presidents have have either asked the question, is this real, or uh, is, this, is it totally malarkey? Who knows? And But they haven't said anything yet. You know, um, it'd be nice if one of them 
had the guts to get the ball rolling and then go the, with disclosure. And Trump will, and he'll be like, yeah, the aliens are doing great. They're doing better than ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. all he's got to do is, uh, yeah, they're doing great. Put your thumbs up in the air. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would hate for <laughs> for alien ambassador to come down and get to talking to Trump, and Trump says he doesn't want to work with them anymore. You're fired. <laughs> yeah. Or he thinks it's Ross Perot. Oh, Ross Perot. I haven't seen him in years. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, but I think one day, at the, if there's this disclosure is going to happen, the way I envision it is you're going to see you're going to see a, a, a president take the podium at probably the in the next few years. I think disclosure is going to happen within the next fifty years. I yeah. think it's going to happen. Maybe probably a lot less, like you're saying. Well, I mean, other countries are already on top of disclosure compared to us. Then it's going to become like the space race all over again. Well, if they're doing it, we got to do it better. It's going to be something like, you know, he's going to take the podium at the UN and say, my fellow Americans, my fellow, uh, you know, Earth citizens, um, I would like to tell you today that uh, we are not alone. <laughs> and it'll be Reagan because he'll be coming from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, would, yeah, that'd be great. Wouldn't that a clone or something like that? That'd be kind of cool. You know, uh, all this time, I, you've been in our thrall, you know. But who knows, man? That, that would have been, it would probably be our president. Who knows? It could be It could be Putin. Yeah, he could do disclosure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it would be nice to see him in that uh, in those suits he has, you know, taking the stand very confidently, yeah. having the camera show, follow him to through the... On his stool he has. He's got to get on that stool. <laughs> through the steps of the... Uh, like that yeah. one. Like that one uh, footage they have of him doing that long walk um, through the Kremlin. That seems like a big place. Yeah. Uh, you should see how I, I saw pictures of it when they do it up for Christmas. I was like, holy, they really get into it. Well, yeah. They do it They do it like, they do it way more than we do. <laughs> they call him um, something else, uh, Father Father uh, Winter. Father Winter. Or father or chris chris or something like that it's, it's a different name for santa claus than we do have here yeah, yeah. and uh yeah total to, it'd be a, it'd be a total trip to see a world leader like him go you know somebody who you wouldn't have thought of go through and do disclosure who knows maybe they already did it in their country we just don't get their media so we don't know <laughs> uh china um it'd be you know it's, it'd be nice to know what they know you know, because they're all about sharing stuff with the peoples in some in some respects. Yeah, and they do it just to piss in the face of uh, everybody else. Just I, like, I mean, like with them too. I mean, we don't really get their media. Maybe they're already doing all this. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, unless you have uh, full access to, you know, into every satellite, you know, network in the in the world, you ain't gonna know. Then I'm gonna have somebody send me an email. I'm over here living here right now. They're not doing that. No. Uh, like, uh, well, good. Send me an email then. Well, it's it's kind of strange how, uh, you know, they have information. You know, there's events that go off in other countries that even make a blip here on our TV. Yeah. You know, watching BB, the BBC, that made me well aware of how much, you know, um, the American media ignores, you know, the rest of the world. Yeah, we completely ignore the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you know... Uh, Except for the Middle East and Israel. What's going on with Israel and Gaza Strip? Well, they marched out all the Palestinians. What was it? In 89, or something like that. You can't even find that on the internet or in the news anymore. They took it out. You know, or the... Um, 
the things that's happening in Russia right now, a lot of people, I was watching something called The Inside Man um, with this journalist from the BBC that he goes over, he went over to Moscow and he was interviewing neo-Nazi Russian, you know, uh, right-wing uh, uh, nationalists. Really? Yeah. These guys are pro-white uh, Russians, and not, no pun intended, to um, kick every everybody who's not Russian out of the country, if not outright march them into a camp and, you know, take, you know, take care of them. Flip the switch. They're serious. These guys are serious dudes. They were they were showing this uh, training segment of them training with uh, um, combat tactics with knives, you know, with and uh, it was pretty scary. These guys looked like they were pretty serious, you know, they like they could slice somebody open in three moves. Yeah, and one guy actually uh, he was a uh, invited worker from Africa. I think it was Nigeria, and he was there and. Um, he was uh, coming back. He was going back to his home, uh, his apartment, and he was invited by the government to work on a uh, architectural project. And he was attacked um, by one of these nationalists, and they they sliced open his belly. It was just by pure happenstance that a police um, officer was nearby and got him to the hospital in time to save him. Wow, what do you, where do you find this news at? I, it was. Are I, you on Eight Chan when we're not watching you? I watch a lot of stuff. I mean, i <laughs> I watch a I watch a lot of YouTube. I watch a lot of Newsy. I watch. I read a lot, as you can tell. By the way, people don't feed into the hate. Yes, I I, I, I honestly think like like things like that. Oftentimes, uh, people feed on it and they get into it over and over and over and over and over and over. Again, I'm not saying like the like what we're doing because what we're doing is totally legit, you know, paranormal and UFOs and stuff like that. But yeah. just anything that promotes hate or violence towards other people. Yeah, we uh, as much as we don't get along with the policies of the presidents, well, I do not want to see harm come to him. I may I may not like the person in the in the office, but I respect the office. Well, I already told him we'd vote for him again if he legalized marijuana. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I haven't voted in years, but if he did that, I'd be well, like, oh, I'm going to vote. I'm, okay. It's actually, it's actually uh, become, it's going to be a bill that's going to be presented before Congress uh, pretty soon. This, okay, this is like a, class. a total, total political analysis. analysis. He'll, he'll win if he does that. Guaranteed. Well, uh, decriminalizing, taking off the Schedule 1 for, you know, uh, for, for the FDA, I, yeah. I think that would win a lot of votes. You look at his, his his competition; he doesn't have much for competition. I'm not not saying anything bad. There's just well, I think he, I, I really enjoy the fact that he saw sees the benefits of of how the opioid crisis kind of went down since legalization has happened. Yeah, that's true. I have personal um, experience with this, not uh, with uh, somebody I do know who had been had a uh, prescription opiates for a lot of years and i saw them once they legalized um in their home state the the his behavior changed a lot yeah since he started smoking and, and he uh, stopped seeing ghosts <laughs> no no he, he just uh he stopped doing seances no he he started uh being a lot more coherent and i really i think uh, weed's the way to go instead of uh pills yeah, you know, these pills are a killer. Yeah, they are. You know, I think I don't know 
one person that hasn't uh, had somebody that's either that knows somebody that's overdosed or you know know somebody that uh, they personally had, had experience with that and that has had a bad experience with you know prescription drugs. You know, geez, how many actors has it taken in the last twenty years? And Heath Ledger being one of them. And Prince. Yeah, big lock. Because I think fentanyl's a prescription too, right? Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, he either had it or somebody gave it to him, had it, had it prescribed to them. Big loss, you know. Um, who knows how much more music, we, you know, he would have gave to the world if he would have lived. There's that other what? Who's that actor again? Now I'm forgetting names. Yeah, well, it's getting too late. Robin Williams, um, you know, uh, he suffered from depression. Yeah, whether he would have been on, you know, if he was on prescription. I don't know, but you know, you definitely. Well, they do say like a lot of prescriptions too. They they break up that brain activity. Like some of them are starting to cause. You know, they maybe they're the actual cause of it. Yeah, yeah, really sad. But you know, uh, so you know, let's hope the presidents, you know, are immune to all the evils of that of, of that uh, vice. You know? Well, I mean, I mean, going back to the supernatural, paranormal, the National Prayer Day, you go on prayer pray for your leaders because you want a higher power to anoint them wouldn't it be nice to find out that there's a personal envoy of jesus you know in the white house trying to tell the president you do not want to do that yeah it'd be nice to find out like a bunch of ned flanders oakley doakley no you don't do that no no maybe in canada (laughs) take his beer away I don't drink. <laughs> I do not partake in the devil's lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But as uh, co- uh, my co host mentioned, yeah, it's getting late. I, I'm Coyote. I'm, no, he's my co host. Because <laughs> my mic's better. Uh, the, yeah. Yeah. Definitely better than mine. No, I'm just kidding. They're the same quality. I, I got the Willie special sticking to my face here. So, yeah. The yeah. Willie special. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, um, we'll. I think that's pretty much all I've got off the top of my head tonight. Uh, unless you had something. That's all he got off the top of his head tonight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So cue to outro music and uh, we'll start getting this uh, train pulled in. And if you have any, uh, like you said last week, if anybody has any songs they like played during the show, maybe during periods, I can break it up. Send it to late night pnw at gmail.com that's late night pnw at gmail.com yeah give us a song ladies and gentlemen if you know somebody that's a struggling musician we'll give it a listen and and show yeah. ideas you can follow on facebook as well late night pnw please give us a topic you know uh, not like that we're losing any but i'd like to we'd like to hear what you want to oh, there's lots of topics i already thought of one today i was watching yeah. one today near-death experiences Ooh. Uh, no, no, I haven't come close to that. Well, almost bit it a couple times, but ooh. Well, now you can talk about it then. Yeah, well, maybe that'll be in a future episode. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, well, late, uh, late, ladies and gentlemen, um, I think we're that's a wrap for me because I'm. It's uh, I gotta get up and go shopping. <laughs> All right, say good night. Say good night. Good night. Good night.